Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakoven and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. Happy Spring Game Eve to everybody out there who celebrates, which should be just about everybody that's listening. I don't know how many uh, Nebraska uh, anti-Nebraska fans are out there listening, but uh, probably what kind mostly. Of monster, are you? <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of a strange. You'd have to kind of torture yourself if you hated Nebraska and listened to uh, Nebraska Sports Talk Radio, but I guess it's up to you. Uh, for the most of us, I think so, 99% of you, probably big Nebraska fans and, and very interested in the spring game. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, the action on the field is, is certainly uh, something that we all look forward to and we can't wait toward. Uh, but sometimes the biggest things that happen in the spring game are in the recruiting side. They're on the sidelines, maybe a commitment or two out of the weekend. At oh, least we hope so. I hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, of course, it is Friday. That means the Ticket Water Cooler uh, like to carry on our tradition. One of the best times of the year to have on Brian Munson of Husker Online and on three. Brian, how's it going today? Ready for the big weekend? I am ready for the big weekend. We got double spring game action just because I'm splitting duties between UNK and NU. So I'll be uh, UNK spring game one o'clock and then DDR recording, watching that as soon as we get done and then headed down to Lincoln to catch up with some of these recruits shortly after that. So it's, it's a, it's a busy weekend. I'm, I'm totally prepared. I'm stocking up on my coffee and my, and my Celsius and all good, all sorts of good things to keep me going. Do you think TJ Davis, who is unequivocally the best quarterback in division two, uh, finally gets the, uh, Heartland Hill award? I hope so. I, I, so. I wish I wish people knew how great how great of a kid he was. I was just we were just hanging out with him last night at the UNK Loper Backer Banquet. Um, he is a wonderful, completely totally approachable, down to earth human being. I feel like he's gotten out of this whole coaching change that he has had to endure in Carney. Um, he's he's a little bit better off for it because he's getting some guys that are a little bit more interested in developing him as a passer. And, and I think that people would have ultimately just put him into the athlete bucket. Um, he's been throwing the ball, you know, pretty well this spring. And I've been here, I've been up here all week. I went to Mondays and Wednesdays practice. Very, very, uh, he's, he's the same TJ, man. Mm. That guy can, that guy can tuck it and run it as quickly as anybody I've ever seen before. Um, he's mm. not a straight line four, four guy where he gets you is that he is decisive and he makes those decisions. He sees the gap and he is gone. Um, he, they, they're going to add that element. You know, they just need, they need a guy. They need they need a guy or two, maybe a tight end, a guy that they can put up the seams. But I, I think that this team has looked very good, and obviously a preseason top ten team for Coach Held out here in Carney. Oh, that'll be exciting to, to follow that along and makes for a busy day uh, for you yeah. as well. Uh, but I wanted to, to break in and start talking about, well, of course, we get to the, the, the visitor list here in just a second. But uh, the class of 2025 had their first commitment, uh, Caden Vermas of Millard North. What can you tell us about kind of kind of his playing profile as a player first off and, and maybe why he recruited or committed so early? Yeah, Caden's a... Caden's an exceptional kid. Uh, had a chance to meet with him in February uh, in Omaha. Um, a tough guy. Six foot, 195, plays a game incredibly fast, whether he's playing as a running back or a wide receiver or as, or as a defensive back. He he attacks things. He, 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 he has such a, a quick way to get to such a high gear. 
Um, you know, as a running back, I think he averaged like 9.4 yards a carry. Uh, as a defensive back, you know, he was very involved in making plays. That they could they could put him in center field. They could suck him up closer to the line of scrimmage, almost like in the second level kind of thing. He's he's instinctive and he has incredible athleticism. And and really, when you start talking about those two things, those are really what Coach Rule has been looking for. The the new the new evaluation, the new kind of template for recruits has always it's been really around speed. Vermont plays the game incredibly fast. Um, but he's a tough guy. I mentioned this before. You know, he was a really good baseball player and hung up the bat, hung up the glove this spring, and he is now training for MMA. Um, wow. This is a six foot, 195 pound guy that's just. He wants to get better. He wants to bring out the conditioning aspect of, of the MMA, you know, training, you know, into him to prepare himself for, for next season. I, I was a little bit caught off guard for how early this is. I mean, this is the, it's April of his sophomore year. Um, he has one other offer. He's getting interest from a, no, a number of other schools. I, I just don't think a lot of other schools felt like he'd come off the board this early, but a great get for Nebraska was really, truly one of the first guys that Matt Rule and his staff back in early December seemed to really connect with, you know, after he got met, after he got, uh, named the head coach. So Vermont is, uh, I think, a big targeted get for Nebraska. But 2025 class is full of them with Tyson Terry and Christian Jones. I mean, there's some dudes in that 2025 class for sure, and, and it's going to be nice to have some in-state flavor starting off the class for, for the 2025 group. And quickly, I did want to ask you about Christian Jones because he's kind of, you know, you look at your top 100 of, of 2025, he's he's in there for a Nebraska athlete. Where is Nebraska kind of early in that process? I mean, I'm sure he's going to get, um, you know, kind of the uh, uh, Carter Nelson type of treatment where there's going to be lots of different schools after him. But uh, where is Nebraska at early on him? Yeah, top 150 guy, you know, 14th ranked linebacker in the country, number one in the state next year. Pretty hands down. You know, he's been to been to Nebraska a couple, three times this spring. Kind of was there in December too for that like in early uh, junior day that they kind of pulled that first weekend in December. I, I think Nebraska's in a really good spot. I think he can see the bigger picture. I think he appreciates Coach Dvorak. You know, I think that they can kind of see him. You know, probably playing Mike or Will. You know, depending on wherever his body kind of takes him. You know, he's he's not done growing. And and this is a guy that you know that's that's obviously running hundred meter and track right now, and and I think he's a, a player that that potentially is going to grow out of that you know kind of Mike look, and potentially could push himself into an outside linebacker position, even to the the Jack linebacker spot where he's you know a little bit more two pointing, you know coming downhill, being having a, having an impact on 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 rushing the quarterback. Um, and I think that I think all those things really appeal to him. I think that he he wants to have that versatility, you know, tag. Uh, I think on himself because I don't think he wants to come off the field. I think he would rather roll back to Mike or roll back to Jack or roll back to Will based on whatever the defense needed to do against whoever it is that they were playing. So uh, I think Nebraska is in a good spot. I know Notre Dame is uh is a school that he definitely wants to get back out there and check out um you know and he's he just he just uh just got back from madison for a second time so wisconsin's clearly in the picture with him but i think nebraska is in a really good spot and 
it'll be interesting to see because that's a guy like Carter Nelson, like you said, he's going to have kind of that same trajectory, I think, as the as the next year or so goes on. Now, Carter Nelson, uh, I think, set to be there tomorrow. Brandon Baker, are those yep. kind of the headlines for for the visitors or the the headliners, I should say? Two of, I mean, obviously, there's 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 some there's some good players coming in. I I think with Brandon Baker, you know, you get that return visit, uh, that's huge, and now you've got him as kind of a peer recruiter. You know, having other uh, uh, modern day uh, influence with bringing in like Aiden Breland. Aiden Breland's a four star defensive tackle. Six foot four and a half, three hundred and twenty pounds. You know, uh, holding offers from USC and Oregon, just like just like Baker is. Um, Baker has really kind of influenced Breland to come out. Um, he said, you know, like Breland's like got back from USC. He said, man, USC's great. And Baker's like, wait till you see Nebraska. Mm. Wait till you see Nebraska. I I really don't think that people truly appreciate how much. Brandon Baker currently is thinking about Nebraska and where Nebraska really is on their list. I, I, tr- I feel like they're going to get an official visit from him, but there's, you know, outside of Carter Nelson's really great to get back on campus. He went on this amazing tour of schools from Alabama to Auburn, to Georgia, to Tennessee. Um, he's probably got another tour or two coming up, you know, probably getting down to Texas, check out Austin and college station, uh, then he probably has to do a West Coast swing and check out USC and UCLA and Oregon. Um, I, I think Nebraska has to feel good every time Carter shows up back on campus, and I think I think tomorrow is a big day. I mean, tight end position could be probably the one spot that we would all agree could really shine tomorrow. I mean, if you've mm-hmm. got Fedoni and you've got Gilbert and you've got Borkature and you've got other guys out there that are – having good springs and really you have some really athletic looking dudes there. He could see the bigger picture, you know, very, very quickly is what they want to do with the tight end position. So that, that's, that's very interesting, but you know, Kamar Mathudi's coming in and Dylan Williams, they're both friends from, from the Los Angeles area, um, both four-star linebackers, which is pretty big. Cause I didn't think Nebraska really hit it out of the park with Ty Anthony Smith last weekend. You get you get some other guys from Texas that come in like Peyton Morgan and Makai Sena, uh, and I think the one guy that gets missed is a 2025 recruit again. Uh, you got Douglas Utu coming in from Bishop Gorman, which is the same high school that Nick Gates came out of. Um, you know, probably could be in the end rated as the number one offensive tackle in the 2025 class. You've got him and Baker both in town this weekend. Pretty impressive group that Matt Rule and his staff have set up to visit Nebraska this week. We're speaking with Brian Munson of On3 Husker Online. And, Brian, I kind of want to go back to the peer recruiting uh, part of it. And and you you mentioned the peer recruiting. And everybody just kind of takes it as, you know, you're on Twitter and they're they're replying or retweeting things about about other recruits. But how – not only how important is it, but how how – uh, how good does this staff feel when they have a, a player who isn't isn't committed quite yet, uh, or or they don't know if they will commit? But uh, bringing other players in to see Nebraska, it's a pretty amazing. Um, that's a pretty amazing uh, aspect or trait to to ever see. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't know. If I have if if I have seen it before, it's not coming to, it's not coming to me off the top of my head. I, if I, if I have seen it before too, it's I could probably hold it up on one one hand how many times you know that that's really played out well for Nebraska. In this particular case, having a four star number one player at his position 
influencing another four star on his own team who's a number in a top ten at his position, a number a top fifty player nationally to to follow him this weekend, it's completely unheard of in my opinion. Um, this this really is like one of those great indicators, I think, for how well Nebraska is doing, how well Matt Rule is doing, you know, in just the four four or five quick months that he has been in town. Um, and how well he's gone about doing his job and and how he's how he's reaching out and how his staff basically are being looked at by these recruits because that's been the big part. Brandon Baker has has really had nothing but great things to say, you know, back to his family uh, and his support staff about the Nebraska coaching staff. Now, that's been the big difference maker for him. So I think that on top of like having those incredible facilities that are on the way and this opportunity obviously to get on the football field doesn't hurt. But when you start talking about the job, the actual hands-on job, uh, that's really the credit going back to the coaching staff and how well they're doing with these guys. Now, we all know how we felt after last year's spring game, the two-hand touch debacle, and, and coming out of that, yeah. how we all felt about it. We're not sure about exactly you – know, some of us aren't sure exactly how some of the recruits felt, but how – what is the, the return that you've been getting from some of the recruits after Rule has been saying they're going to play an actual game, and, and they came out – he came out yesterday and kind of uh, – laid out how they were going to do this and what exactly they were going to do. How important is it for them to, to for these recruits to see uh, Nebraska playing live uh, in Memorial Stadium? I can't tell you guys enough. And, and people will think that I am, I am uh, kidding them, not being honest, but I am. It has been the one thing that throughout the months of April or March and April that has popped up the most. That is the fact that Nebraska has been going live at their scrimmages, live quarterbacks, all go. All those all those recruits that have come in, those those practices, those scrimmages, that has been the first thing out of their mouth. That they couldn't believe that Nebraska was doing that. And and I'll 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 go one step I'll go one step further. The Nebraska high school coaches and the coaches that have been out there to, to check those things out have, have casually been dropping by our, our website and, and on our message board on Red Sea Scrolls and, and, and popping in comments. And there's a great comment, you know, actually in Tunnel Talk today from Steve Sipple where he talked to the, the Columbus Lakeview head coach about about what Nebraska is doing and how they're going about doing it. They're you know, they're trying to really encourage and bring out this toughness, you know, that's there that, that Nebraska fans identify with when it comes to that team. Um, and they're real, and they really know or feel like Matt Rule is doing his best to kind of get that to come out through through these live practices, through these live scrimmages. And the players have seen it, and the recruits have seen it because the recruits are like telling me last week, you know, that there was a fight and people were running stairs, and and you know they can they can they can pick up on the intensity very very quickly when it comes to watching those things, and that's been an ongoing recurring theme that I've caught from all the recruits I've talked to this spring. And of course, a uh, very, very great uh, list they have coming in tomorrow. Can't wait to see um, maybe if they get some commitments out of the weekend. Um, but uh, I do have to ask this. Of course, a lot of rumblings on Twitter. Uh, Dylan Ryle, any update on, on him? And uh, I guess uh, folks that believe he's got a Georgia lean and maybe even stronger than that. You know, there was a big rumor earlier in the week about how Georgia felt like they were, you know, in line to get a big commitment this week. I think that I feel better knowing that that's probably Ryan Wingo, and that's still very a very big strike against Nebraska because he's one of 
very few wide receivers actually that have visited Lincoln this summer or this spring, which is kind of surprising. Um, but I, I don't think that Dylan is really subscribing to that earlier timeline. I really kind of always felt like he's, although I don't agree with it, that he would go through the month of June, probably into July or August, and then make a decision. I, I always felt like to, for a school to capitalize on whatever it is that, that he was going to decide, that they would want him to come off the board either in May or early June so that they could go ahead and like ride the momentum and get the other official visitors to come in during the month of June and try to close out that class. Um, but I think Ryan Wingo was the person that they were referring to earlier in the week. Um, like I said, big a big loss still for Nebraska because Wingo and, and Rayola have been talking to each other a lot. They have coordinated about going to places together, even going to Nebraska together. Um, so that, that would still be a hit that could probably pay, you know, uh, lend itself again to not playing in Nebraska's favor. All right. Always entertaining, always informative. Brian Munson, Husker Online and on three. Uh, we know you're busy this weekend, so thanks for taking some time out of your day uh, to update us. Awesome, guys. Really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Have a good one, Brian. All right. There he goes. Brian Munson, Husker Online and on three. We'll take a quick break here on the ticket water cooler. Be back to wrap things up before the happy hour coming up next on 93.7 The Ticket.